I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello and welcome back, all for the first time. To Brett and Cliff's Flea Circus. My name's Cliff. Hello, I'm Brett. I'm back to being Brett this week. Brett. I'm not Johnny Wahlberg. Okay. Do I sound like an alien this week? Because I was very hard to edit the last time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, I did say, didn't I, that you were sounding a little you bit did, weird. But You'd been after like 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't after 40 it minutes. Was? You lie and get. Anyway, how are you doing? You may have noticed I'm okay. that I'm trying to adopt the appearance of Morris Gibb. Are you? I thought you were trying to be Sandy Tosfik because you're very much like that. No, I've just got, I've got some, It's just some inserts in me top. <laughs> you do look a bit like Gibb, like. Couldn't be like a better man. Couldn't be like a better man. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't quite got the main there yet. That's going to take well, me I said a couple Morris. of months. Still. <laughs> Surely he had a main at some he point. He had quite lank, lank hair, but he's bald on the top. Lank. Lank. <laughs> he had, a, he had a hat. He had a lovely hat. So maybe I just need that. Well, all the time he had a hat. But uh-huh. well, you haven't got a hat. Even when he was having sex with Lulu, he wore the hat. <laughs> she wore the hat. Nice. So how are you doing? It's been a couple of weeks. Well, I've I've got the footage. Uh, It's been a couple of weeks. Last week, Mm -hmm. not nothing major, no big drama, but it was just you were busy. You had Uh a bit of doctor's appointments. I was busy. Sometimes it happens. But what I would say is what I realised, and I thought, I hope it happens tonight, is because I've just paid the renewal subscription to Acast. And I thought, if we don't Uh do this, we should probably do it more. To get the benefit of that amount of money, because it's it, so. it's hugely increased. <laughs> Has it massively increased? <laughs> yeah, ma- massively. So uh, massively. it automatically came out of my account, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I had I had the money there, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, if we if we miss a week, the amount we pay to have the opportunity to host this podcast, we <laughs> well we should either stop doing it or just do it somewhere else. But anyway. Do it somewhere else. I'd like to do it somewhere else. Why don't we do else. it in the road? Exactly. That's Brett, exactly what I was going to say. What, what yes? a muscle on your bicep there. <laughs> no, not even that one. The right one, the dormant arm. The dormant arm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's me. Oh, you're off, it, so. That was 
Incredible. Is that because of the post? Is it? <laughs> well, I'm the one, obviously. Of course, yeah. You know, I, I maintain it that way. That's what I do. <laughs> that keeps you alive, but the it's the post that <laughs> <laughs> you need the banking to manage the post, I suppose. <laughs> of course. But, you know, any opportunity I get, well, wank. That's just the way that any the world works, I think. Of any opportunity. Um, the wife goes shopping, wank. Mm-hmm. She goes, I don't know, she's not in the house. Wank. She's turned her back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's, yeah. what's happening out there, Lisa? Have a look out that window. For, for, for 45 seconds. Hey, she loves doing that. She loves the action in the street. If there's ever bother on the street, she's always at the window. And of course. You live at the nook, so this this bother. <laughs> so of course, she's constantly at the window. <laughs> you might as well just turn that settee round. <laughs> exactly, yeah, just, just stay out the window. I know they always face inwards, don't they? But where we're from, maybe they shouldn't uh-huh. face the other way. Maybe they shouldn't. Maybe they shouldn't. Hey, do you um, get much? You don't get any action like that in Dubai, do you? Well, not here. You know, not no. really. You don't get that action here. It's all. Um, if there is any crime, Brett, it's probably of the final. It's unseen crime. That <laughs> high level. Yeah. High level. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I saw something this week. Um, it was a list of 100, 100 people, 100 best people in Dubai or something like that. I was surprised not to, be, you honest, on it? to be honest. Oh, um, that's a shame. But Taksin Sinawatwa was on it. Remember him? Taksin Sinawatwa. He was the, no, remind, he was the first he bought he was the fellow who first bought Man City, the former Thailand Prime Minister. He bought right. it before it got bought out by the Abu Dhabi crowd. Um right. he's a fugitive in from Thailand, but somehow <laughs> during the course of that deal, he managed to end up here. <laughs> He's welcome with open arms. Is he the one that signed like Rabinho and that? Yes, it was like when and when when that first kicked off when Sven was Uh in charge and all of that. Ah, yeah. And he's just he's there. Anyway, he's he's one of the best hundred people here. A a fugitive. (laughs) (laughs) Who else is on the list? Glitter. Well, no, he's back. He's at large, isn't he? In the UK, he's not. he, He was released, wasn't he? He's released from prison this week. Well, that's what I'm saying, week. At large. He's at large. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that, you know, that I assumed that that meant that he was on the run again. At large, he's just out, isn't he? He's at large. He's, 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 he's just he's just on. That means he's on the run, surely. Surely. Is he? Well, why does it mean he's on the run? <laughs> he's been. He's... That's what it means, at large. Everyone's not just at large, are they? Like I'm, you're at I'm large, you're Brett at large, postman at large, <laughs> postman at large. <laughs> yeah. Is that a, is that a name of one of those confession films? Is it postman, postman at large? large. Confessions <laughs> of a postman at large. <laughs> <laughs> I love that stuff, mate. Hey, I'm just hey, start following an account on uh, Twitter actually called oh, Saucy Seventies. Yeah. Um, oh yes, I've seen that. Have I you seen I've, it? It's, ab- it's absolutely class. I love that stuff, me. Like it is good. We'll have to do one of them things. Hey, Cliff, I've, I've got a bit of a surprise for you. Would, would you like to stay me read an excerpt of uh, Monty Don's "Down to Earth" for you? Hey, what are you laughing at? Is it an autobiography? 
they all, it's a Sunday Times bestseller, though. <laughs> well, is it? So, gardening tips. A book? Gardening tips. Gardening tips. So, yeah, this is just for you. Cliff, vine weevils, right? These are second only to slugs and snails or as a horticultural hate figure. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly to plants in containers. Yet, I confess that I have never had to deal with them in a garden of my own. <laughs> Smugget. Smug that, isn't it? Smugget. <laughs> Smugget. What a smugget, isn't he? I'm hey, like to the... confess. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I've never had to deal with them. Not my what own garden, of course. What are vine weevils? Anyway, well, he, they sound like made up things. No, I don't think he is. This is under the heading of pests. Of course, yeah. Of the is there a chapter on you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't got that far. Pigeons. Pigeons, oh, Cliff. Okay. Pigeons will strip cabbages, lettuces, and peas to a stub unless preventative action is taken. <laughs> <laughs> As with caterpillars, prevention is the best answer. Of course. Does he mean like those spikes? Uh, yeah, them evil <laughs> spikes. On the walls. <laughs> <laughs> if pigeons are really bad in your area, are pigeons bad in your area, Cliff? Uh, they're all right here, actually. They're quite nice, lads. They're quite, uh, all right, are they? <laughs> then some kind of permanent netting or a cage that can be placed over young plants is a good investment. Fuck off, Monty Don. What has it got to do with you? <laughs> pigeons are living their life. Exactly. It's up to you. If you, want to plant the plants. if you want to plant something that attracts a pigeon, that's your problem. Pigeons are living yeah, their normal yeah. life. Fuck exactly. off, Don. Fuck off, Monty Don. You're not a fan of that, are you? Not no, a fan the of older steps. I get, the, the, the more I, I just wish people let animals and live things do what they were meant to be doing. Including eating crops. If you're, you're fucking planting a crop that they might like, then yeah. You have to. What about scarecrows? You got you, you got you are being your one about scarecrows and that. Not like them. Well, I don't mind the scarecrow because you know that's. Ah, uh, just... you see, because it's a good thing the scarecrow, isn't it? It's a, oh. a nice thing to see. <laughs> it's a lovely, it's a lovely <laughs> no, thing. Have, a, have you ever seen one? I don't uh -huh. In what? some of the uh, strange villages of the Derwent Valley. <laughs> oh, have you? <laughs> Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, what's, well, what's been going on with you? Shall I? I've made uh, some notes today because I watched this mm -hmm. film in bit parts, so I was a bit concerned I wouldn't be able to talk coherently about it. So I made a few and you, other and notes. Pissed. I never had a few drinks. <laughs> Left that bit out, didn't you? Yeah, so which do you want us to answer? The, the bit about the film or the bit about how are you? <laughs> that was two talking. questions. You don't know what I'm talking about. You went, oh, how are you? Oh, I've, uh, I've wrote all this shit down about this film. Well, I'll tell you what, Brett. I don't care how you are. On. The second bit, <laughs> just let us talk. Let us. <laughs> um, all it's right. Va it's Valentine's Day next week, Brett. Are you a Valentine's it Day, is. man? You know what? I'm not really, to be honest. I always get the wife something, uh, something nice, chocolates or something. Bit of wine. Mm -hmm. She never gets me anything. No, never. Yeah, yeah. 
Never. So what are you doing? Normally, on, what are you doing on the night of February the fourteenth? We normally have. Uh, we, she normally cooks this steak. We normally have. So I guess that's something, sense. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's never consensual. Oh, Brett. I'm, I'm always saying no, Cliff. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it's just a, just a day, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Hey, I'm off all next week, Cliff. Well, I'm so asking. We I'm asking. Podcast because, every day. I'm asking. And then we'll because... get well. Money's worth. Well, yes, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm asking because on Tuesday night, Valentine's Day night, I'm I'm gonna be on my own in a hotel room in Abu Dhabi. So yeah, uh, I'll oh, have we'll do the, I'll have the ability to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh well that'll be good then. So that's what you're doing, I I, might be I, in Is a that room. because of some kind of banishment that you've suffered? I've yes, I've got a three day banishment. Three day banishment. Two hundred right, miles okay. away for three days before you can God return. knows what you've done, Cliff. I mean, it must have been somewhat bad. Probably slagging off Monty Dunn. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. I, I overcooked some broccoli. <laughs> Did you? Mm-hmm. Is that what it was? You I was liar. trying to be clever, Brett. I put, I put it in some stock instead of just water. Did you? Well, I mean, more for you, Cliff. Oh, for you. I don't like broccoli. I'm not a fan. I don't care. I was just trying well, to trying to make it palatable. <laughs> you deliberately ruined it. Well, I'll Does try it? anything to be honest to make it nicer than it is. <laughs> <laughs> I hate broccoli as well. I, I, in fact, what? I hate I hate all vegetables. Cliff. Well, I've got a, another question about that to be honest coming up. <laughs> have you? <laughs> in, a, in, a, on, in a fashion. No, in a fashion. You... Have you been watching out, reading out, listening to out? I'm, I'm still reading uh, the Stephen King book Under the Dome, which is like a doorstopper, so it's, it's taken us a while. Some of them are uh, big, I'll, aren't I'll be... they? That one is. Jesus. Look at it. I'll get it out for you. <laughs> I thought it was that whole thing there. <laughs> wow. That's it. Is it worth nah. it that long? That's I'm massive. enjoying it, yeah. That is massive. That, like, that's, that Ooh, is that's the exact shape of a brick. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I am enjoying it. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. So, yeah. Well, I've it's just started reading uh, Watchmen. Oh, reading it. Is it a graphic novel? Oh, uh-huh, yeah, I've just it? started. Well, reading, what do you want us to say? Looking at it? Look, look at the <laughs> I've just looking started at looking at Watchmen. <laughs> I can't wait to get to that sex scene bit. <laughs> well, you know I'm no fan of the film, but let me tell uh-huh. you that within three pages of reading it, it's about a million times better than the film. <laughs> Yeah, um, well, people like love telly, it, don't they? Tell you show as well, don't you? I, I've only watched the first episode, the telly show, and then I, I was put off by it. Mm, yeah, like, yeah I, it's good. It's good. It's good, but it's not like the graphic novel, though. Is it? It's a, like a different version of it or something. Is that right? What? Well, I'm. I know the telly show. I don't know about the telly show. I'm saying that the the book's good. The graphic novel's good that I'm reading. Uh-huh. Right. Oh well. I mean, if you want to look at pictures rather than reading a book, that's that's completely up to you, isn't it? Yeah, it's just my prerogative, isn't it? It's it's, yeah, it's your beef, isn't it? Your beef. What What about on the telly? I've been watching. uh, I watched an episode of The Last of Us. Did I talk about that last time? No, no. I've been watching that as well. Do you know you probably played the game of that, haven't you, you big geek? I played. Yeah, I've played both the games. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And they're excellent. 
they're, they're really good the games and that but they, they take the tv series is really good there oh it's your oh, first I'm one it was, it. i thought i haven't really had the time to invest like properly get into it but mm-hmm. I, I put the first episode on i was doing a bit of work the other night and uh it looked awesome. Like it looked really, really good. I, I loved the look and feel of it. It looked very, very atmospheric. That mm-hmm. fella, Pedro Pascal, he's everywhere now, isn't he? He's in everything, isn't he? In he? Everything <laughs> yeah. He's in, he's just in everything. But he's good though, isn't he? And yeah, he, he's he is, a handsome he chap, isn't he? I'm, I'm, I think he's very charismatic. He's a good he seems like a good fella. So he, he right does seem that. like a good fella. So have you watched he even that? does an advert for wine that's been does on he? the TV. Have you seen no, that? Yeah, no, I haven't seen that. We don't get adverts mm-hmm. for wine. How are here? Oh, um, well, there you go. Then that'll be why. So I watched a little bit of that. I'll, I'll watch the end of Happy Valley, which I thought was absolutely fantastic. I know we talked I've about I've not watched any of that. I've not watched any of that. Uh, well, just great, like brilliant. Just such mm-hmm. a good show. Should we talk about the film then? What was you talking about? Our big district we're... nine, yeah, because we talked about it and I never seen it. So I started uh-huh. watching it and I thought it was excellent. So uh-huh. uh, I thought we'd talk about that. But Brett, tell us uh-huh. a Oh, I've got uh, two paragraphs here, Cliff. I mean, that might blow your mind, but, but I'll go for it. I have Cliff. indeed. Go on then. You're not going to reply to them. <laughs> so, District Nine is a 2009 sci fi action film. Directed by Neil Blomkamp and starring Charlton Copley. I can I, I get mixed up with his first name. I want to call him Charlito or something like that. <laughs> but there you go. I didn't. In their feature film debuts, the film was adapted from Blomkamp's short film, Alive in Jewelberg, and was produced by Peter Jackson. That's the first paragraph. Okay, quite long. Quite long, yes. This is even longer. 28 years after arriving on Earth, aliens are forced into a living in a militarized ghetto called District 9. A bureaucrat working for Multinational United is tasked with forcibly evicting the aliens, but is exposed to a strange alien chemical which changes his DNA. What do you reckon of that? Well, that's the description. That's it. I don't think that second part of that description does it like. Well, just fuck to... you. You go on the internet and you try and read what, what I've just read. <laughs> I will. I'll you'll read not, it I'll tell you what. IMDb. No, you'll not find it. You'll not find it because I wrote every word and you've poo pooed it. You haven't you? Right, you never write. Them. You never write them. Of course I do. It's all mine. <laughs> it's all my own work. All right. Well, I. Okay, actually, I quite like it. Well, yeah, I can tell that you're lying now. So <laughs> I think I think next week you're going to have to do the schnupses okay, and I'll, I'll get it. pissed. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just took nine. It's about aliens mm-hmm. and that, but it's really about apartheid and uh, refugees and stuff, isn't it? Yes, so it, it, I think it's based on like a real incident or that happened in South Africa, um, called District Six, which was basically like you said in the apartheid era in the seventies, where people were just forcibly removed from where they were living because they had declared it a, a whites only area. 
So I think like 60,000 people were moved. Zimbabweans, I think. They were all Zimbabweans. As far as the bit of reading that I've done, it was, this is primarily mm-hmm. a thing about South African white well, people not Cape wanting Town, black Zimbabweans to be in in their uh, yeah in their orbit. So in their orbit, yeah, <laughs> um, which is horrific, isn't it? But it's obviously, like all good sci-fi, you know, it's got that element of sort of realism in there. It's about a certain thing. Well, this is like uh, the actual. People in the story aren't super realistic, but the what it's about no. is like her- horrendously realistic, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's awful. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. You love this film, don't you? I, I do love it. I've, I've seen it uh, quite a few times, uh, for sure. Did you I, watch I like it again? Blomkamp as well. I, I've got it on Blu-ray, so I, I think I've, I've watched it with the band. Um, I watched it when it first came out. I didn't go to the pictures to see it, I don't think. But the band loved it and stuff. It, you know what? It's just a great sort of 80s throwback sci-fi so? film. That's what it reminds me so? of. Def- you can definitely tell he's influenced by like Robocop and stuff like that in this I film. think there's a very strong Paul Verhoeven influence for sure. Yeah, like even Starship Troopers, I think. Very yeah, and, and Starship Troopers as well, for sure. Uh, yeah, I think uh, you can tell that. And... Not just that eighties influence uh from a Robocop and, and obviously nineties with Starship Troopers. I, I think there's a just a a strong absolute realism influence, even though it's not realistic, it's it's super the way it's shot and everything. Uh-huh. Uh like it's documentary style, isn't it? So you get that realism yeah. in something that it's a little bit like kind of hyper realistic, but actually the content of what we're watching is sci-fi. But it's uh-huh. one of those films that isn't really sci-fi because it's it's not talking about stuff that may not happen or hasn't ever been invented yet. Really, uh-huh. it's it's quite on the nose at the beginning. I think about are uh, these are uh, people that white South Africans don't want to be around them. Uh-huh. It's, maybe it's because I mean, it's not just the white South more. Africans, is it? It's it's everybody in South Africa, isn't it? It's just a example of the things that that go on. Yeah, I you know think I mean? in, in nobody the film... in South Africa wants them there. Initially, they're they're sort of welcomed. Other, it's this amazing spaceship in the sky, and once they, they sort of break into the spaceship, they, they realize these aliens are like destitute, just workers or whatever, aren't they? Yeah, and they don't want them there because they cause crime and all kinds yeah. of stuff. Because so it's that know. refugee thing. It's not. What, what, whatever, like whether it's South Africa or not, it's that refugee thing. Oh, these people want to come. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Oh, but they're not yeah. like they're not it, brain surgeons. They're just people uh-huh. who want a normal job. So they end uh-huh. up like you know. Well, maybe we're not that happy to have don't these want them here. fellas here. Or yeah, not. which is a very clever thing to do for a sci-fi film. I think. Yeah, and, what and, and... I what I think is really clever about it is just how you, even though the not human in their appearance and you can't understand what they're saying mm-hmm. I think they are so humanised by the fact that they have homes and they're cooking and there's a little kid in there and all that they really do it and this film does an amazing job of humanising these things that are so so much other 
they're not yeah. the humans or they're not the people that you identify with. Neil Blomkamp and the the special effects and all of that does such an amazing job of making you, them. You forget that the aliens really don't you? You do because the special just effects like the are, are the, yeah. The, obviously the theme the themes like throughout the film and stuff and the special effects you just forget. You, you're not I think like so. you. For me, I'm not watching it thinking. Oh, I'm watching a CGI thing. No, it doesn't moves, look like that at all. The, the, Seamless. The, the, even though, and like I say, even though you they're talking an alien language, mm-hmm. you don't, you just kind of know what they're saying and what they're doing and what they're feeling and stuff like that, and the way they move and and all of that. And I think that's an absolute genius move on the on the filmmakers to make it feel like that. Cliff, did you have the the alien subtitles on the one that you watched? Um, I did, and then I didn't. You're right. Okay. <laughs> I just wondered. I just wondered because obviously. On the Blu-ray, the, the the alien subtitles are there, type thing. Yeah, so Obviously. I get that. I know, and I know you can read what they're saying, but mm. I watched the last half an hour without the subtitles on, and it didn't. You I don't say think it that, didn't affect me. You can still follow what's going. I don't think that on, made a difference, to be honest. But yeah, I, I still knew uh-huh. what was happening, and yeah. and also I thought it was a bit, it was effective because Shardo Cook was talking to them at that point in English and they replied yeah. in, in the alien language and you, uh-huh. you you get what they're talking about, you get what they're meaning. Uh-huh. I, think... I mean, they even, the aliens even have a derogatory name, don't they? I mean, that they, they, they call them throughout um, the film, which is the prawns. Yeah, horrible, they? horrible. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, and there's even a bit at the start, well, they do look like prawns, don't they? That's what people are trying to say. Yeah, there's a guy going, yeah, well, I know we call them the prawns. It's not very nice, but actually, if you have a look, they do look like prawns, don't they? And how many times yeah. have you heard that argument for derogatory uh-huh. names about other people, exactly. wherever they're from? Um, it's got very clever bits in like that, I think, hasn't it? It's got it has, like, really... It, it has, but at the same time, I think it's very, like, the, the first 40 minutes or whatever... Is very on the nose, like you're in no doubt about what this is actually about. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. so even though there's some clever bits in like that, I did feel like I was kind of being hit over the head with the the theme of it. But it changes mm-hmm. a bit after that, I think, when when Shadow Copley starts turning into a, an alien. I yeah, think, uh, I mean, it, he's class, isn't he? I, I mean, it, obviously, he was in the A team, wasn't he? He was screaming Mad Murdoch. Yeah. If you've seen that film. But I, I don't know. He, he seems to have like slipped off the radar. I think he's in um that beast film without Edris Elba, which obviously okay. I've watched. Well, I didn't uh I didn't realise he was in this film. I, like as much as I've known this film like this for a long time, I didn't realise he was the, the lead in it. Um mm-hmm. I saw him, he's in uh, Free Fire, the Ben Wheatley film, and I, w- yes. I went to see the premiere of that here at the Dubai <laughs> Film Festival. In fact, I interviewed Ben Wheatley about that, and then I went to see the, the premiere here, and he was there. He was doing a Q&A. But I didn't really... Like, he's good in that, but that film was a bit daft. Um, yeah. But I didn't realise he had been in this before that. Uh, I, I didn't know. Um, well, I think this is a lot more of an impressive... Uh, performance. And, he's, he's class in this. Isn't he? I he's mean, absolutely amazing. Like I think that he, he he's the beaten heart of it. He's his character is a bit of a sad a sad sack. He's a, he's a bit of a joke character, isn't he? And then 
he becomes this pariah and the savior mm-hmm. and this talisman about what this entire thing is about. And for uh-huh. a fella to carry that from being a bit of a like sad sack guy to and then he's empowered a bit and he's got that kind of ego behind him and that bravado and then he becomes worried and confused and he's hunted and then he fights back. I just think it's amazing over the course of an hour and a half what, what it, he it goes is, through. It is. Especially as like it, it's Blomkamp's first film. Obviously he did that short film and it's it's Charlotte Copley's first film as well. Do you know what I mean? That, that's pretty amazing. And the, the good thing about it is the more the more he, because he gets sprayed with this sort of I get it's fuel, that's what it is, which one of the aliens is looking for, a scientist type alien. Um called Christopher, I think. Christian Paul. Like called on the Christian Paul. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets and it changes his DNA. And, and obviously the company that he's working for, he's 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 working to sort of he wants to evict all these aliens and move them yeah. into his so the other rubbish camp or whatever. Oh, that, yes, uh, so that's that's his job. He get but he gets sprayed with this stuff and he, he slowly turns it changes his DNA, so he turns sort of into one of these aliens, and obviously that company want him so they can use their weaponry and stuff like that, you know. But he becomes more human as he turns yeah. into one of these yeah, absolutely. aliens. You know what yeah. I mean? It's that journey, isn't it? That through the course of the thing, where his humanity shows through obviously a lot more mm-hmm. as that happens you know what i mean yeah so you're on a journey with them I think and he, he does it really well i think that's a really great point because at the beginning he's a company drone right and he's a bit of a laughing stock yeah. but he's such a company drone that the uh-huh. fact that they've given him this job what they're really giving him is a job where they think they're he's just get them to do again. the dirty work aren't they? they get him really? to do the dirty work but i think they're giving him the job because they think he'll get killed doing it and he's just a nobody uh-huh. And he's yeah. a bit of a laughing stock, but he's so proud that he's got the job and his family are so proud that he's got this task. But in my mind, he was always like sent out to the wolves by being given this task. And uh-huh. like I, know, I absolutely agree. As he's becoming the alien and gets to befriend the alien guys that just want to stop being shot at and being uh-huh. well, they want to get home, doesn't bullied. it? They want to go back to where they're from because it hasn't really mm-hmm. worked out. And in fact, they didn't really want to end up there in the first place. No, they're stranded, aren't they? The, 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 uh, sort I, of, I, the I control right. module of the ship drops out, doesn't it? In uh, yeah. District, yeah, 9, and that's the big the... thing at the beginning, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, the, the, the whole idea is that uh, as this is happening, as, as Shelton Copley is, is sort of you know trying to evict them. That's when they've got enough fuel, they found enough fuel to try and get back to the ship and get the ship running again, type thing. And the command module is under Christopher. I can't remember his second name there, the alien, but uh, it's underneath his shack. So obviously they yeah. don't want to get evicted because the command module's there and they've just found all this fuel. Well, this is the you know sci-fi I mean? element, right? So you've got the whole human element and the racism and the apartheid stuff and the nationalism and all of that and uh-huh. the scythe element comes in with the ship and where that is and what they need to get up and all of that and I think they mix the two things really 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 well 
But what uh-huh. would Neil Blomkamp? You said you really like him. What what else has Neil Blomkamp done? Well, I, I do really like him. I think it's mainly for this film. I, I think uh, he's he's had a bit of a strange career because he he did that short film that we've talked about, which this is based on. He was supposed to do a Halo film for Peter Jackson, yeah, and that fell through. Yeah. So Peter Jackson gave him the money for this. Just said, make what you want. He he yeah. made this. I think after that he made Elysium, which it, I right? think is good. Uh, what's that, sorry? I think you can see the Halo thing, what he might have done with Halo. You can see with the yeah. the, the guns yeah. and the armies and stuff like that. Yeah, I think uh-huh. you can you can which I mean by but... the way. I mean every time he picks up like an alien weapon or gets in an alien, it's absolutely class. Yeah, it's I, class. I love it's it. Class. So it's you do awesome. have that, which we haven't really talked about, but you do have that kind of aliens. Robocop, like proper sci-fi machinery yeah. and guns and lasers. It's proper and, action, it, isn't it? It's proper you have all of that as well. Which is, like, yeah, I think that's what's so like. It's just this mix of stuff. It's yeah. dressed up in whatever way you kind of want to get in. There's there's yeah. different ways to get into it, but the message of the film is just is what we've talked about. You you can't yeah. help but come away talk thinking about that otherness and mm. how you treat people who are different and all of that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, uh, Elysium's good. I like Elysium. Very similar. It's got Matt Damon in it. And he's got, like, this sort of machinery on his back okay. that sort of turns him superhuman or whatever. That. But there's other parts to it. That That's quite good. Chappie is okay what? for me, which is basically Chappie. Chappie that, that was okay. his next film. Yeah. It's about a trap, which, is it? It's not about it's about a robot who these gangsters sort of uh, befriend and get to do I've what they want. Really never heard of that. But, I've heard of Elysium. Yeah. Well, it, it didn't do very well for his career because a lot of people don't like it for various different reasons. But my last loves it. Uh, and then then what he was supposed to do after that was um he wrote a script for a new alien film and he mm. uh, like artwork and stuff like that was released. But it's similar to the Halo thing. It just just never happened. And then um, in lockdown, he made a, a horror film, which is not very good. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, Brett, I've been jumping the fuck out of the community of an environment. <laughs> That's what you've been doing, is it? Is there many opportunities in Dubai to do that, isn't there? Uh, thanks to the local council, yeah. <laughs> it's like I said I mean uh, the, the special effects are the thing that get me it's about aliens and I hate CGI I, I just cannot stand it Yeah. but in this it's seamless it's absolutely class I mean, I'm sure Peter Jackson's got a lot to do with that because I mean if you've ever watched like Lord of the Rings and stuff like that Lord of the Rings well, is absolutely ages unbelievable that, right? No, is no, it? it's no, not. No, no. Same no. Time. I mean, Peter, J- Peter Jackson had his uh, created this his own special effects company for the film oh. The Frighteners. Yeah, you, you remember The Frighteners? Uh, Have you seen it. that? The wife's just come in dressed as a nurse. She was right. Oof. I know. Do, do you want to see her dressed as a nurse? It's an actual. It's a work uniform. It's me uniform. It's a work uniform. It's a new. new um, it's not just a nighttime outfit. It did put us It's on. a bit saucy, to be honest. <laughs> it's a bit saucy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> so, well, it did put us off. But yeah, so he, he created its name, you know, his own special effects company because for the film The Frighteners, the, the special effects people couldn't do what he wanted. Mm-hmm. And that's well, how The Lord Boozy. of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, he's in there, isn't he? So that's how the Lord of the, the Rings happened afterwards as well, because he had his own special yeah. effects company and things like that. So I'm sure you know Peter Jackson's got a lot to do with the reason that the special effects. He's so the executive producer of this. Yes, yes, he's he's producer of the film, executive producer. So, so who's the what? special effects person? Like sometimes we talk about these films and we go, and they also did that and also did that. Has this fella uh-huh. got on to do with us too? I haven't had a look at that, to be honest, Cliff. All right, okay. Sometimes it's your thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pinning it all on not, Jackson. Not, not today. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm pinning it on Jackson. That's, okay, that's well, correct. Fair it's, it's all him. It's all him. Uh huh. So I, I mean, obviously, you haven't. This is the first time that you watched it. Mm-hmm. You're a sci-fi fan, Cliff, because no. you haven't seen a lot of sci-fi, really. Have you? Uh, it's not my thing, to be honest. It's not that I don't like sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't, but that's not. <laughs> it's not a thing. <laughs> um, no, like I don't know. I, I I had always wanted to watch this, but for whatever reason, I'd never seen it. Um, uh-huh. I loved the first half an hour. 
then I think it gets there's a lot of just shooting. There's a lot of shooting. And I got a little bit bored of that bit in the middle. Did you? But it's not like Transformers shooting where you just sort of well, zone out. If this fella you know didn't I mean? get a call to do Transformers, then there's a there's a problem because this is there's Transformer like bits in this, right? With the with the special effects and the machinery. Yeah, but it's it's not so fast that you can't actually watch it. Do you know what I mean? It's, no, it's, no, all, it's, it's not tangible that, and you can I love you can watch it and enjoy it, I think. The beginning of the you? story, Charlotte Copley doing this thing and and the kind of mockument or the documentary style that it's that it's about. And it is a bit funny as well because he's a bit of a daft character. And I think mm-hmm. it just in that bit where it suddenly changes to, you know, he's, he's being tasked with going to evict the aliens from District Nine because they're moving to District Ten, which again is a problem in itself, right? You're just moving them to another place, and mm-hmm. apparently that's going to solve everything, and it doesn't. So I like all of that, those bits where he's doing that, and the the real and it is real tension where he's knocking on the doors and the aliens are coming out. Even though they're a hundred percent CGI, like you know, there's yeah. the, but there's somehow they managed to really ramp up the the real tension when there's those face to face confrontations with the people. So absolutely amazing work for Charlotte Copley, I think, because I don't know if he's face actually he's looking at nothing there or he's looking at someone that's just a placeholder before they put the CGI mm-hmm. in or whatever. But I think that performance to be able to deliver real tense moments where he's knocking on these doors and there's actually not yeah. anything really answering. It's, it's, it's hyper-realistic, it's isn't it? it yeah, it's great. But I, think I mean, once... the other good thing is, is obviously obviously you feel for Sharp Total Copley more as the film goes on type thing because you're right, he is like a, he's like a bureaucrat, isn't he? He's, he's a patsy, he's isn't just he? Doing he's the a patsy. But obviously... The aliens are great as well. It's Christopher Johnson, and obviously there's a, a big sort of set piece where they they break into sort of MNU with their their sort of base yeah. or whatever, which is great. And that that experimenting on the aliens and Christopher Johnson sees all that kind of thing. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So there's there's no, there's all those good bits, but I think mainly the best thing about Charlton Copley in this film is the way that he says "fuck." Yeah, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. It's, it's just a wonderful say, way of saying it, isn't it? <laughs> if, all, if all the South Africans say it like that, I'm I'm definitely on their side. <laughs> no, I think, actually, I've got a, like a friend out here, Nick, who uh, who talks exactly like Charlotte Copley in this film. <laughs> Does he? Does he yeah. say fuck? As soon as I Does he? came, as soon as he started talking in this, I was like, oh, <laughs> there's lots of different types of South <laughs> African accents, uh, but these yeah. are the exact same one. Um, but yeah, I think mm-hmm. I think you're right about all of that. And I, but there's just that there's just that bit in the middle where there's just a lot of shooting. And I get it because those the those armed security people who are trying to find Charlotte Copley and Christopher, uh, mm-hmm. it, it's necessary for them to be that violent and be like that. But there's just a lot of gunshots and a lot of. I like... mean, that's the the eighties element of it, isn't it? There's it, like there's 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 a lot of bodies, isn't it? There's yeah. his father-in-law who's like well. seemingly sort of high up in this MNU corporation, this business or whatever. And there's also this mercenary guy. Yeah, who I think his name's David Jeans. 
Yeah. <laughs> he's not the former England goalkeeper. Apparently, he's quite famous in South Africa. Okay, now. he's horrible. He's like this. He's brilliant. Yeah, he, he is. He's, he's like an 80s villain, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think the thing with the, the father-in-law is that thing that he's a normal, old, respected old man. And he's given his opinion on it, and it's just normal for him yeah. to have those opinions about. Oh, okay, we're talking about aliens here, but the the real message of it, and that he's presented as just a normal bloke, not that he's problematic. Because in the thing of the film is he's not; he's just giving these like commentary on what's happened. Um, mm-hmm. But the shame him and that, don't they? Like, oh, he's been having sex with aliens and all this kind of (laughs) stuff and put it on the news. Yeah, and that's why I think that Robocop and Starship Trooper stuff comes in with all of that. And uh, I think it's brilliant because both of those films are awesome. So I think (laughs) where that fits into that stuff, I think is great. Um, Mm -hmm. And like you said, Charlotte Copley, when it, the end, the action at the end, I think is amazing when he's in the suit and yeah. all of that stuff. It's like a real, that is like aliens. Like Neil Blomkamp, uh-huh. for what I assume, is quite a small budget in comparison to all of these films that we're talking about with an unknown cast, pretty much, making it into, this is an Oscar-nominated film, not in like foreign language film or foreign film or any of that stuff, actually nominated for... Not for best film, I think, was Best it? film, even uh-huh. though it's like out of nowhere, I it's think it's absolutely films brilliant. Aren't, are I think I, I just think it's brilliant. Um, mm-hmm. And it does... it's also got the the heartwarming bit at the end. With, oh, there's a, a theme where he, he makes paper mache things, doesn't yeah. he, for his wife and stuff yeah. like that. Because he's a nice the, bloke, the but, he, but he's indoctrinated he's like, into yeah, this like company, isn't he? Yeah, he's 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 torn the party line, isn't he? Because mm-hmm. that's how he gets along, I guess, isn't he? Yeah. But it, I like that heartwarming bit where he's he's kind of making a, a sort of settled metal or whatever. He's he's fully turned into an alien. At the yeah. End. Well, you just, you don't see that. You just see it, it kind of like flashes to his wife, and there's a little bit about the father-in-law's in there first, and it flashes to his wife, and she says, "Oh." This was left on the doorstep of the day, and it's like a, you do see a, him as an alien at the end, maybe yeah, at the well. very end. But you see this bit first, right? You see, yeah, her going, Oh, this was on the doorstep of the day, and it's like a metal, like almost made out of like a coke can or whatever version yeah. of this flower that he used to make mm-hmm. her out of paper when he was like just fiddling around. And then yeah. it cuts to a prawn, a full alien, basically. Mm-hmm forming one of them and that's the end that's right and it, but it's i mean it's wide open for a sequel because it's it's in there like all good one, films are isn't it because christopher johnston does get away you know he gets away in the mothership and stuff like that and he says to him, i'll come back in three years and i'll i'll, I'll fix you so you know three Apparently years it is two thousand sequel but, but uh, a long time from my reading I mean, I think that does involved in it and stuff, and and Blomkamp, you know, obviously want to do it. And why wouldn't they want to do it if the sci-fi films be not, you know, nominated for Oscars and stuff like that? But I think he's making Need for Speed next, which isn't a game I play. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> have you got a quiz or something? Have you? I've got a quiz. Yeah, it's about aliens. Obviously, what's it about? Aliens. Oh, yes. Let's see if I can. I love the aliens, Cliff. Let's see. 
What country is Mork from? From Mork and Mindy. <laughs> bit before my time, Mork and Mindy. Um, I didn't, huh? Well, you never heard of it before. Don't know what it is. I've seen, I've seen it once or twice, Mork and Mindy. I, I know it's Robin Williams. You used but... to be on the telly on the morning when we were kids. No, I never used to watch Mork and Mindy. Okay. Well, he's from Ork. He's Mork from Ork. Mork from Ork, is it? Uh -huh. Oh, well. Good for In him. Third Rock from the Sun. Fuck off, man. I didn't watch any of this sitcom Who? shit. It's, it's aliens. You love aliens? It's sitcoms. Can you name any of the actors that were in that film, in that series at all? <laughs> is John Lingthor in it? Yes, your favourite. <laughs> your favourite, because you like the film where he's got split personalities. No, you like that film. <laughs> no, you <laughs> like that film. Oh, do I like it? <laughs> yes. Used to talk about it all the time. You used to talk about it. No, you. <laughs> is it Raisin Kane? Is that what uh, it is? You're a bad man. Stephen King, isn't it? You're a very bad, bad man. man. And I'm so... going to make you pay. <laughs> <laughs> it was your favourite. No, so he's are. in it. You've got to be joking. It's yours. <laughs> You've got to be joking. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so he, and the he's son in it, isn't he? is Joseph Gordon Levitt before he was a oh, famous adult. Yeah, I remember there was a um, a blonde girl in it who looked quite manly. What, My quite man, a man, a big manly <laughs> lady. Yeah, I left yeah. her out of the question. She was, she was still yeah. very nice yeah. though. Um, mm -hmm. What does Alf stand for? Alien life form, Cliff. Uh, no racial harmony and equality for all. <laughs> well done. <laughs> um, what song is Tom Jones singing when he gets rudely interrupted by a bunch of aliens singing back and vocals? <laughs> um, I don't know. Is it Delilah? No, it's not unusual. What film is that? I was going to say about? that. It's that's a Mars Attacks, isn't it? I think, you know, I, when the pictures to say that, I think you that's did. the only time I've uh, watched it. I don't think I've watched it ever again. I don't think I have, but I still think it's good. You did, uh, it's it's a weird one, isn't it? It it's is, a very but there's so many amazing actors. <laughs> <laughs> there is, not including Tom Jones. But, it, I mean, Jack Nicholson plays two different characters, doesn't he? Uh, the president and the bum. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a, it's just a, a very weird film. It's it just is, a very strange well, film. Well, I have a little soft spot for it, even though I've never watched it again. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Sarah Jessica Parker gets a head yeah. put on a dog. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> <laughs> Did we go to the Warner Brothers cinema in Gosforth to watch this? Oh no, we wouldn't go that far. I think we went the we went the Metro Center. Metro Center. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, right, yeah. I've got one more question for this. Is ET mm -hmm. any good? Um, yes, I I think it is good. I do like ET. Do you know what ET show for though? Because <laughs> you got little legs. Or no, you got little legs. Any... <laughs> <laughs> I get you both answers. <laughs> I do like ET, but it's one of those if it if it's on. Because I, I, I like Spielberg's men, right? He's absolutely class. Apart from his new films. Apart from any of his terrible. latest films. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
But the, I mean, Spielberg films are part of my childhood, aren't they? You know, well, like, um, you know. all of us who are our age, I think, and no, and even there's no denying that. Jaws, I think, in, you know, yeah. I think. But if it's on, I'll probably not watch it. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I can't deal with this. It's, it, I, I mean, it's, it. it's incredibly. I, with it. It, I mean, it's massively sentimental, isn't it? I mean, I, do I like the end? I'm not sure if I like the end of it. But I've seen the bit where the ET's in a, in a uh, the bit where ET's in like a tent and he's, he's dying in, a, in that a tent and he's wheezing. <laughs> yeah, you see, it's too much for us, man, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Really I, I quite like to watch Close Encounters again because I don't really can't really remember my much dad about, that, despite about that. The fact anyway, that I've seen want to give a shout out times. to me, Dad. He's retired. Go on, give a show He's retired. He has, yes. Uh-huh. Congratulations. He's retired, and this week it was his birthday. I didn't know he well, I knew he was planned to retire, but it's it sneaked up on me. So uh-huh. I, I don't know. I hope I hope he has a great retirement and have a very happy birthday to me, Dad. Uh it's weird yes. that my dad's retired. It's weird. Yes, he's, he's, a, very, he's a man of pleasure now, isn't he? Well, he's a, he's a very fit man, and he's mm-hmm. a he's a doer. Happens. I, I think he'll end up like doing people's gardens and stuff like that, like he used to do when he when he was out of work for a little bit when I was younger, because he likes to help people, likes to do nice stuff. So I, I, maybe he'll end up doing things like that. Um, yeah, but but Cliff, hopefully not. Hopefully, he just you know. Just if it was me, I'd sit on the set of you and watch telly all day. <laughs> exactly, that's what you should do, shouldn't he? That's what you should do. We've got uh, music from Mild Horses this week. And horses. horses. And it's called The Work. It was yeah. released 10th of Feb. Yeah, to a new album, and this was like the single was released today, right. 10th of Feb, while hey. we're recording it is today. <laughs> yeah, Cliff. The new album's called Return to Dust, and that's out the 10th of March. Okay, that's well, that is exactly 10 days' time. Have 10th you heard of March about... isn't 10 days' time. 10, Unless 10th you, of you're February, gonna... 10th of March. What, why is it not? <laughs> <laughs> and that is that how your, your calendar works, is it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll see you next year. 10 days' <laughs> time. <laughs> <laughs> And that is exactly 10 days time. I like the way that you, you're very forceful in the way that you, you were insistent in that the 10th of March. And also, right, you look amazing for being 155. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let's listen to Mild Horses. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Brett. It's been an absolute pleasure after a week off. Uh, see you later, everyone. Bye. <laughs>
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.